Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the This Is Marriage Podcast. I'm Porter, here joined by my beautiful, gorgeous, just drop-dead sexy wife, Ashley. I'm Ashley. I'm wearing sweatpants. Oh my god, surprise. Yep. Who would have thought? And these are my most definitely stay-in-the-house sweatpants. Sunday night at 10.30, baby. You look gorgeous in your stay-at-home sweatpants. Thanks. There's a... I actually don't know what this is on them. There's just stains. Hey, own it. Embrace it. Yeah, I am. Embrace the chaos. Mm-hmm. Are we on... Is this today episode four? Sure. Yeah, let's go with four. I, yeah. I like the number. It's round. A good round number. Like me. Round? Even? Even. It's uh. late. I'm tired. <laughs> and I don't do numbers. I don't do math. <laughs> All right. So everybody, yeah, fourth fourth week. Well, it's actually the fifth week of the podcast. Some of you may have noticed we took a, well, I don't, I don't want to say we took a week off because that kind of implies there was an intentional, you know, like a deliberate break um, from the podcast. To be fair, we were on vacation. We were on vacation. And I know that we did promise that we would, you know, podcast from our vacation spot in Lake Tahoe. However, it turns out that trying to find a quiet place in a tiny little condo when you're sharing with it another couple, two kids, and an infant is uh, harder than we thought. So we apologize. We didn't do it last week. The week came and went, and it just was not feasible. Just, just didn't happen. So we apologize to... Uh, Casey? Casey. And uh, my dad. Is he still listening? I don't know. He did the one. Apologize to our our two Sam, of course, Sam. Our three listeners, yeah. Our less than five listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we, we missed you too. We hope we hope you didn't miss us too much last week. We're super excited to to talk to you today, and kind of tell you a little about our trip and, and kind of some of the things that we we've learned. Um, we're gonna sit here and we're gonna sip on these delicious Moscow mules. Yeah, yeah. I grab mine. Cheers, baby. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. clink. Oh, I should note too. Oh god, those are delicious. Also, <clears throat> if uh, in the background you happen to hear what sounds like like this awful, raspy, nasty cough, um, kind of like a dying animal. It's because we boarded the dogs last week while we were gone, and Rosie just came home with the worst case of doggy whooping cough. Like, it's so bad. Kennel cough. Kennel cough. And it's just heartbreaking to listen to. I feel so bad for her. So if you hear that in the background, and there's some, you know, just imagine some, like, Sarah McLaughlin music <laughs> as you hear this dog kind of barking and kind of picture this great big lab laying on the ground coughing to Sarah McLaughlin and that's kind of what we're going through right now until we can get her on some some medicine don't change the channel I'm gonna start crying just just stop yeah I uh I made her some honey and uh lemon in some hot water and I fed that to her and uh she she just puked on the floor about 15 minutes ago Bef- before the the, before the, the tea, though, to, to be fair, and, and it didn't the make poor her sick. Thing 
she barfed up this nasty turd smelling foul foamy oh yeah thing and normally she she doesn't really care when she does yeah, things usually that pretty quick to, our lives with vomit and things like that she's usually pretty quick to lap it back up or just be like meh but uh she went and hid in the corner thinking she was in trouble and she's just been been sad all day yeah poor so, poor girl she's kind of mopey yeah so i gave her some some doggy sore throat tea yeah so we hope she because ash is really the best doggy mom and human mom ever she really does pulls double duty and is just a fantastic mom all around oh yeah thanks She's over here and I'm petting her and I just try not to like dry heave because she smells awful. Which is a shame because we spent a lot of money to get her groomed we while we were <laughs> while she was being bored and I mean, now that's she's thrown up luck. on herself and just ruined it. Yeah. I mean that's just her luck. Poor girl can't catch a break. And that's just our luck that not only would she come home with kennel cough, but then she would just undo all of the grooming that we That's really what I'm most for. upset about. <laughs> the the kennel cough sucks and it's I feel bad for it's obnoxious, but Honest to God, we never have the time or the means to get these dogs groomed. She gets, you know, bathed and hopefully, you know, nails clipped and groomed. And then now she's like rolling around in her own vomit. No respect. No respect. Poor ding. Poor ding. Poor Poor ding. (laughs) Poor dog. (laughs) Poor thing. You know what? She's just looking at me with these sad eyes, and it's just you need distracting to me. You need to just... I need to change the channel. Change the channel. Stop making eye contact <laughs> with her dog. Ash, why don't you, uh, in case we there's the off chance that we do have somebody listening for the first time ever, why don't you get people caught up a little bit on our situation before we dive into our vacation and, and kind of get people caught up into who we are and well, what we're, we're about. Well, we're married. Yeah. And uh, we got two dogs. We like them sometimes. Most of the time, they're a pain in our ass. We got a cat that we like him all the time, and we got an adorable bouncing baby boy, seven and a half months. Yeah, old. almost eight. Coming up here into June, almost yeah. eight months. Oh shit, that goes fast. I mean, everyone says it goes fast, and you don't really believe them until it's it, happening. Yeah, and then it does go fast. It does. Um, but we've got him, little apple of our eye. And then uh, we've got Porter's daughter, Ellie, 10. Was I not supposed to say names? Yeah, that's fine. You can say your oh. name. She's not going to listen. Well, I just, you just gave me a look like, oh, no, we need to copy Radio from Hell and make up weird fake names for our kids. Yeah. You, you can call her Festus if you need to. <laughs> Y'all are going to be sad when you find out years <laughs> down the road that that's not a real name. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so we've got uh, we've got a handful, we've got a lot going on, and we thought it would be a good idea to celebrate um, Ashley's best friend's thirtieth birthday. Happy birthday, Kyle! Woo-hoo! Turned dirty thirty. She better listen to this one. She won't. We call her out by name. And we thought it'd be fun to to, to pile everybody up into a car and drive to Lake Tahoe, which is. <laughs> Eight, nine, ten hours or so, uh, depending it's, on. It's eight for you know normal the people. normal person, right? Yeah, I think we we made pretty good time. And what do you think, Ash? I mean, 
fun. I use that kind of loosely. Loosely, it it Your was idea a, of fun and my idea of fun are probably different. I I would think so. Yeah. Um. I, I think overall it, it went well. What What do you? What are some of your takeaways, Ash? What do you What do you think about this trip? Well, the weather sucked. Yep. But we kind of knew that going in. Um, we kind of picked the off time, off season. But, you know, Kyle's birthday is the beginning of June. We pushed it out a couple weeks. I thought it was in May. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. I know when your birthday is. Uh, beginning of May, we pushed it out a couple weeks, hoping to have the weather improve, which... It didn't. No. It rained like every single day. Yeah. I mean, it's still beautiful. Yeah. It's still fun. It's uh, my first, like, family vacation being on on this side of the family, not being the the child, not going with my parents or Porter's parents. So... Well, it was our first time traveling not only with our own, you know, with the new baby... With all of us together. But also with Ellie, um, with my daughter, as well as the two of them together. So just us. We kinda just We've done like the the family reunion shit before. Yeah, with my parents. For a weekend. Oh god, Rosie. She's just gonna fuck everything up. Poor thing. She's Okay. Just gonna She thinks she's a lap dog. Hundred like pound lap dog. Bull on a china shop here. Yeah. She's trying to hop up on Porter's lap. So anyways, yeah. So we rented a minivan. We did. And I had, on our previous podcast, I had kind of joked about needing to take a U-Haul for all the amount of shit we had to take for the baby. And it was close. We rented this minivan and it kind of felt like that Volkswagen commercial because we just kept pull, you know, dumping stuff in and it's like, oh, we still have so much more room. Yeah. Let's go grab more. Let's I, go grab more I stuff. I was putting the baby down and I came downstairs after Porter had, to my surprise, loaded everything up and I went out there to see... And he opened the the back, and I'm like, wait, all shit fits in here? Yeah. Let's go get some more shit. <laughs> it literally was like the Atlas commercial. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if you could hear that or not, but that is the uh, sound of our child waking up, screaming yeah. from the baby monitor. We believe uh, tooth number three, lucky tooth number three is yeah. coming in. Super so. excited about that. It'll be, a, it'll be an interesting night, so we're going to try and... Do this before he gets completely out of control. Don't think we're bad parents. Don't judge. So we rented this minivan, and I honestly want to buy it. And Ash, I think, disagrees. I loved this minivan. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. And I don't care about being the dad driving a minivan. Hey, don't get me wrong. This damn minivan almost converted me to be a minivan mom. Until she had to back it up. Yep. Then I was... <laughs> I do what I do best and try something and it's hard or people are watching and throw my hands up and say nope I'm not doing it <laughs> screw this yeah it, it was a rough you did it though and you, you didn't quit you didn't give up even though you had strangers watching you and I had strangers backing try, me up trying to like give you you know gestures and help you and oh god where's he yeah She's so, just knocking stuff all around. No, you did a, you did a great job with that. Yeah, thanks. So we we packed up the baby, packed up my child, all of everything that we own. It was remarkable the amount of stuff that we took, 
and we drove to, to Lake Tahoe for a week. Yeah. It was a long drive. We were on the road at like five o'clock in the morning, which sucked. Yes, it did. And when we say we brought the whole house, part of us is exaggerating, but then we were unloading, and this is a little timeshare resort, the bellhop. I, yeah. I don't know the politically correct term to use. The gentleman who worked there who was helping us load our, or unload our, our luggage. Our van. Yeah. Said... Did you leave anything at the house? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yes, we took. We took a lot. We took a lot a of stuff. A lot of stuff. But you know, I think traveling with a baby and and this is our first time. And I think if we were to do it again, we'd probably take less stuff. But honestly, mo- the biggest, like bulkiest things that we took were for him or for the baby to keep him entertained because the weather was bad and it wasn't like he could just be out. You know, crawling around on his own, you know, kind of unrestrained throughout the condo. And what else do you do with the seven-month-old baby? I mean, you can't, like, take him outside and, like, just be like, hey, go to the pool and go swim. Or, here, sit down with your iPad and play or go play Legos like we could do with the other kids. So there was a lot of bigger things that we had to bring um, to keep him entertained and then also for him to have a place to sleep. So, in retrospect, yes, we took a ton of stuff, but most of it, I feel like, was justified because it helped keep him from just being completely miserable the entire time. And Porter thinks we took too much stuff. Oh. But. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For I feel like everything we took for him, we used. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. I don't feel like we took too much stuff for him. His stuff took up the most room. I feel like we took too much food. We Everything took way else, too much food. I feel like we did a really good job. I wore, well, a lot of stuff I brought. They didn't have a gym there, and so I brought a bunch of stupid gym clothes that I didn't use. Which I brought our podcasting stuff, which obviously we didn't use. Um, we brought like seven different pairs of shoes each. Oh yeah, we planned to go hiking, so we brought like the baby, the ginormous like baby backpack. Didn't use that. Didn't use that. We'd actually never use that. It's still in its its bag. Yeah. We brought a couple of smaller backpacks and like hiking shoes. So there was a lot of things that we had wanted to do and wanted to do, but the weather just didn't cooperate. And so it ended up just being shit that we had to unload, hike up to the, you know, three flights up to the condo and then bring back down. So that sucked. Note to self, never ever stay at a place that has multiple floors and no elevator. Which we were not planning on that whatsoever because the other timeshares that we've stayed in in other cities have obviously been. They have elevators. They're, they're you know. Well, they're huge. Yeah. Huge places. This was the tiniest little timeshare that I've stayed at. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was beautiful, but no, it was oh, yeah. just tiny. Every, Which I the, mean, everything was cramped. Lake Tahoe is not that big. You, no. I don't. I didn't expect a humongous great big like resort, sprawling resort, yeah. Yeah, it was just not what we were used to, so I think it went well and we survived and we've we learned did. a lot of lessons and I would you would you be willing to, to do on I mean not in the the near future, but would you be willing to, to take another vacation with with the chillins again? 
Like all the kids? Oh, like ours. <laughs> half? Like half yes or half the kids? <laughs> half the kids? You're an asshole. I'll just vacation with Ellie without you then. <laughs> Ellie and I will just do our own private like daddy-daughter vacation and you can't come. <laughs> okay. She makes a big deal out of it. We're not going to get into it in this podcast because Ash and I can always fight about kids. But in my opinion, she was a great, she did a great job. She was, had moments where she was super annoying, obviously, because kids are. But I think for the first time vacationing, first time doing this thing together, it went, it went well. Like other than being like cooped up inside this condo for a couple of days. Otherwise, I think... It went better than I expected. No, I didn't say it went horribly. And this is going to be an episode. We're going to devote an entire episode to talk about step parenting and this whole thing. But no, it went well. But just coming from someone who doesn't like kids except for her own, never even... My best friend made fun of me for the baby talk I used. That's that how the, much she was like blown away that I was like saying certain. I said bummeroo, and change your bummeroo. Her and her husband were like, "What in the hell happened to you?" Yeah, this woman who for her entire life has hated children is now like devoted to baby talk and saying things like bummeroo. So yes, I still don't like children. I love my own, but that doesn't mean. I'm, I'm just accepting of all annoying little well, maybe kids that, out maybe there. Maybe that's part of the problem. Then, if you are accepting of your own and you're loving of your own, maybe you need to change your vocabulary instead of saying Porter's daughter to my stepdaughter. Maybe you should say my stepdaughter instead of Porter's daughter, and like make that take that ownership. You know, baby steps, dude. I'm just saying. I I think. Th- you know, saying my stepdaughter, because she is your stepdaughter, right? Yep. So, I just okay, never mind. We'll go a different direction. I just think that that'd be one way to start talking about it that kind of removes that, like, it makes it a, I don't know, I think it adds ownership, but, okay, moving on, Um, so a lot of people, as we were kind of telling Friends and family are plans for driving across this great nation of ours with a a brand you know not a brand new but a an a infant in a minivan for nine hours. They thought they were crazy, and that there was no way that they would ever want to travel for that long or take their baby on that kind of trip. Which I don't even consider that to be much of an adventure. But there was still kind of I feel like that surprise. Which kind of leads us into what we want to to kind of address with the time we have left today. This notion that life ends once you have a baby. Yeah. You know, there's people that say life starts at the end of your comfort zone. Yeah. And then there's people that say life ends at the beginning of parenthood. Yeah. Yeah. Just like they say sex ends with marriage. Yeah. Which obviously is not the case because you have a baby we do Guys, yeah 
I don't know if you know how babies are made, but it involves sex. <laughs> so I had, had to work at least once. Um, so, Ash, what are some of the situations or things that you've you've seen where people have kind of given up on life or changed their plans, you know, since having a baby? Well, not to name names or anything, but let's just say someone that we used to know... Um, has children and uh, I don't know if this is them not wanting to do things because they have kids or just pulling the kid card every chance they get but um, you know we would invite invite said people to events and not even like let's go rage at the club like (laughs) let's uh, come over for a barbecue or I can't even think of like a specific example because it's been so long. But let's go to the farmers or, or market. go to the pool. Like yeah. in the summertime, like Sunday afternoon, go to the pool. Yeah, and we we're we're never those people before we had kids that would invite our kid having friends to do things that weren't kid friendly. Right. For the most part, everything you did was pretty kid accommodating. Right, and. And so we would invite them to said activity and pretty much every kid excuse in the book would get thrown out. Oh, it's Festus's nap time <laughs> or Festus needs to go poop in an hour. Um, yeah, we, we don't want to, we can't plan anything. We can't schedule anything around our kids' bowel movements because right. they're scheduled to the ninth and so... They might need a snack in the next three days. <laughs> we, we have to feed our kids <laughs> at some point today, so we probably can't come out. And I think maybe some of that, honestly, maybe it was just their way of saying we don't like you and we're not going to come out, which I guess I don't blame them. I don't I don't know. Would Would you want to hang out with us? I think maybe. Yeah. Depending on what we're doing. I don't know. We can be awesome sometimes. I think I'm cool, but I've never, oh, you're awesome. I've never seen myself like... I wouldn't want to hang out with me. Why? I don't know. I just I I feel like I'd rather hang out with you than hang out with me. Because you're too good looking. <laughs> yeah, because I'm so ridiculously good looking. <laughs> I can't even go out in public without my adoring fans just rushing me. And yeah, that's that's a fight we have all the time. Is <laughs> God damn it, you're so hot. Why? Why? So ridiculously good looking. <laughs> but no, I mean, and it wasn't just in this case with this one couple. But you know, we have multiple friends. I don't want to exaggerate. We used to, maybe. We, yeah. At some <laughs> at point in our point. life, we've had friends that once the they had a kid, everything everything changed. And I, and I think that for the most part, like if you were to look at our lives, a big chunk of our lives have changed too from having a kid. But at the same time, I think it's all about effort. I think that there's so many aspects of life that that can stay the same or are enhanced. I don't know. Well, that's a lie. I'm not going to say enhanced. (laughs) (laughs) Your social life is never going to be enhanced with, with children. I guess if you know a lot of people who have kids and then you have kids and now all of a sudden you like can join that click and you're, you're in that crew, then yeah, you know, you can be part of their squad. But for the most part, if you have single friends, having a child is, is not going to benefit that social life. Yeah. And usually, you know, tracks is the opposite but okay so moving on that being said ashley and i have still found ways to 
go to game nights. Like we have friends that invite us over for game nights, you know, once a month. And we will take the baby and we'll take his his pack and play. And we just kind of have come to expect that it's going to be kind of disrupted. It's not going to go on and be perfect. But we can say yes to things and we can go out and we can do things because we just have made that a priority, right? We're, we're still wanting to, to live our lives and having a child doesn't, doesn't change that. Right. Right. It's not like we have more time having a kid. We have less time, but we have made time to do things because we don't want to be that couple that just lets our kid totally not ruin our lives but, but dominate yeah you know it's like okay well if i know that the baby goes to bed at seven does that mean that we have to be home by seven and it's like no not necessarily like well in some in some cases like well when he was new or when he was getting going through his first teeth and we were trying to get him on a teething or on a sleeping routine yeah like we didn't leave the house for any reason whatsoever mm-hmm. past like six thirty. like it was like cinderella at midnight like We'd see the clock starting to, you know, 6.15. It's like, holy shit, stop what we're doing. Get in the car. We got to go home because he has to be home by 6.30. Um, But then there's, you know, Porter's friend who just had a second baby. And this is baby number two. And you've seen the Loves commercials where, oh, baby number two, you get a handful of goldfish. And that's lunch. Walk out the door, yeah. But for them... Baby number two is still very much baby number one. Right. In the fact that, oh, you guys still came out to, he was in town and we had packed up baby and went to our friend's, our other friend's house and had dinner and drinks and he was kind of like blown away like, oh, well, if this is my wife... We would have been... It's 8 o'clock. Shouldn't you guys be home by now? Yeah, we would have had dinner at 4 so that by 5 we could head home and baby would be in bed by 6. And we were like, oh, no, we had these plans. So we packed up the pack and play and hung out, had dinner. And when it was time for a while to go to bed, I took him in the back room and put him to bed. And I mean, we've had instances too where... We had made plans, like committed to a barbecue on a Saturday night and at seven o'clock and baby boy had fallen asleep at like six o'clock and we're like, okay, 645, get him up, put him in his car seat and take him with us. Like, and maybe we're shitty parents and we're, we should be more concerned about his sleep schedule. But I'm at the same time, I'm like, we had made these plans. We'll deal with it. He'll be fine. He'll wake up. He might be a little bit fussier and a little bit, you know, irritable for for a little while and then we'll bring him home and we'll put him back to sleep and we'll we'll finish we'll fulfill our commitments and we'll show up and we'll have a good time for a little while we won't stay as long as we would have if we didn't have the baby but at the same time we're also not you know complete shut-ins who are you know refusing to to even make an attempt to make an effort yeah and there's been multiple times where we've had to wake him up from a nap to go do plans that we've committed to and but yeah it might make us bad parents or i'm sure we'll get a lot of people a lot of hate mail yeah 
a lot of angry letters in the in the mail <laughs> to our PO box. Yeah, to our PO box. Our fan mail. Um, but I mean, there and it's not saying we're gonna wake him up one hundred percent of the time, but right. we just we pick and choose if there's if there's a commitment that we've made more than just something spur of the moment like oh my dad wanted us to stop by or if it's we've had these plans and we've committed to people we've RSVP'd unless it's really worst case scenario with him and his mood then we're gonna just power through and make it happen now that being said there are some things that have we've seen that have had a dramatic change in our life like for example, we don't go to movies anymore unless we have a sitter. And that's one of those things that we both just feel very strongly that people are paying good money to, to go and sit in this theater. I'm not going to bring my child and risk having a potential blow up. Yeah, we're not monsters. And, and, yeah. And, you know, we went to um, Avengers Infinity War with Ash's work a couple weeks ago when it first came out. And I swear to God, it felt like a daycare because there were so. so many children and not even like six, seven, eight year old kids, but like in cribs or not in cribs, but uh, <laughs> in car seats, um, you know, one, two years old uh, kids that had no business being at this movie. And I'm looking around and thinking like, I understand, you know, you want to do a family outing, but there's a there comes a point where you should have some consideration for the other people in the in the stands. A PG thirteen movie is not a family outing. Not to mention the fact that it's like six hours long. You know what little kid is going to be able to sit through a movie that long when they have no idea what's going on? When they can barely sit through a twenty minute like PBS show. Yeah, and so we we do have a line, you know, and we're not. And I and I don't necessarily. I know this is coming off as like we're all high and mighty and hoity toity and. And judgmental, and, and I don't think that's the case at all. But I think, you know, because we don't go to movies. I know a lot of people have had perfect experiences with their babies and have been able to to go to movies and do things. But I'm just not going to take my kid to Deadpool two because there is the chance that he could wake up, and then we will have to rush out of the theater, and that's super annoying. You know, to stand up in the middle of the theater with your child as he's screaming to just to try and get out. And so, I don't know, Ash, how do you, how do you draw the line? Like, what do you feel like, you know, are some activities that you can make an exception for and take your, your kid to versus others where it's like, there's a line in the sand, like, absolutely not. We will not budge on, on, we won't, it's just too much work or it's too inconvenient. Strip clubs. You've never taken the baby to a strip club? Mm, No. So that's a hard. Does that make me weird? Um, yeah. He's 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 a huge hit there. Everyone loves him. Well, I mean, he's just he probably thinks it's like a smorgasbord, like yeah, food he's, everywhere. He's like, oh, I'm a chickarama. <laughs> chickarama. <laughs> um, okay, strip clubs. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Don't take your baby to strip clubs. Maybe. Maybe. At least leave him in the car. Uh, no. <laughs> no. That's probably worse that's than probably taking him into okay. the actual strip club. It's not funny. Not that's that's in poor taste. Um, movies we talked about. Yeah, we don't take I would the never kid to... take him to a movie. And my thoughts on it are: his first movie will be when he is old enough to understand the movie and to sit for the movie. I think I was five. Yeah, 
I think Lion King was my first movie. Um, so that's that's my feelings on it. Obviously, I know we're joking about the strip club, but things where babies have no business being somewhere, they should just not be there. Yeah. You know, we've taken him to barbecues with friends. We've taken him to to restaurants. Um, like we said, we took him on vacation. We've taken him bowling. Yeah. You know, we've taken him to game nights that we've done. Um, so really, like... And and I think things will change pretty dramatically once we have a second kid because by then he'll be a, a toddler, you know, he'll be up running around. Yeah, or and even, won't just be like put him in his car seat and help him go to sleep. No, like second kid is like or not. Yeah. When he's full on walking, like that's probably gonna be Yeah, well I think we'll be shut ins at that point. Yeah. I'm you know, so scared for that. I know. <laughs> or it'll be like, hey, come to our house because we can't take our child anywhere because he'll break everything that you own. Yeah. Anything that you hold dear, you have to, you know, you can't bring it to the house. But no, I don't really have a, like, list of these things that are acceptable. These things are not. I mean, I mean, it just, and, you know, like we said, there's been times when we've been invited to barbecues and there have been times when we've pulled the kid card, not because we didn't want to go, but because he was teething or he didn't take a nap during the day or was up all night and we're just exhausted and he's screaming. So, I mean, situations like that, we kind of look at the whole picture and say, um, are we going to be like hindering everyone else See, and i think that's a very good point that's that's what i was thinking about is i think in those instances it's less about the baby's schedule and like trying to accommodate the baby's schedule and more about just trying to be considerate to the people around or where we're headed like if he's going to be screaming the entire time or he's going to be you know just completely fussy and just out of control then i would imagine the other people at that event that barbecue don't want us there right and as such you know, us showing up with this baby and having him be like totally out of control is just poor taste. We're not doing it to accommodate him or his sleep schedule more because we just don't want to be those people that show up with an angry kid and have him be fussy the entire night. Yeah. It's one thing toting him to grandma's and him screaming the whole time because grandma doesn't care what form he is. Grandma just, wants to see him but if we're showing up to a barbecue where we only know one or two people there even if it's a kid-friendly barbecue and even yeah even if there's other kids there we don't want to be the super annoying couple that no one knows with their child just screaming bloody murder the whole time so there's yeah. no right or wrong answer. Everyone's gonna parent. Yeah, do you? Everyone's gonna parent differently, but I just don't think you should give up. No, I don't, I agree. I don't. I don't want to not see my friends or not go out to dinner at seven o'clock because he goes to bed at six thirty. Yeah. But if you guys have any like tips or tricks or have had any 
stories or examples of, you know, ways that you have accommodated kids and still managed to live your life, I'd love to, to hear about it. You could email me. We don't have a formal Twitter or Facebook group for the podcast or even an email for the podcast yet. Or I, anything. I'm, or anything. I imagine it'll happen. We've got a, a picture. Yeah, we do. We've got a thumbnail. But you could email me at portplant65 at gmail.com and tell me your story. Not that I expect anyone's going to, but I'd love to hear from you. Like, what? How do you deal with kids and still maintaining a social life? And, you know, how much of your, your kid's schedule dictates your schedule and, and the kind of the decisions that you make? I think, it'd be, I think it'd be interesting to hear. And we don't mean like, oh, little Billy has the soccer game at four. Because that obviously becomes your schedule. Yeah. yeah your kid's sporting schedules but very I'm, much become your own. But we mean, uh, what What do you do about nap time? What do you do when it's bedtime? Yeah. Do you do things? Do you rush yeah, does home? Your, does your kid's nap trump your life? I mean, luckily we're in a position right now where Wild doesn't have like a dedicated nap time. Um, but I know a lot of people, um, a lot of my friends who... You know, we're trying to make, hey, let's get together on Sunday. It's like, okay, but we can't do it between the hours of 1230 and 2 o'clock because that's baby's nap time. And I'm like, really? You don't you don't go out at that time? And like, nope, it's, it's sacred. We don't mess with the baby's nap time um, because all hell breaks loose and that's that's it. And I'm you know maybe we'll see maybe we're just being overly critical and once baby gets to that point we'll we'll be a little bit more like oh shit yeah we totally misread the situation because now that he has a nap time if he misses it it's just the end of the world so we'll see it'll be interesting to get there he does he has a a general nap time he naps in the morning he naps naps in the afternoon and there are times when we have plans where it's coming up like, oh, we've got to leave in an hour and he's getting tired and I kind of, you know, I get anxious. Like, yeah. what are we going to do? Is he going to be a total nightmare? But, I mean, we just, I guess we're just more willing to take those risks. Well, I guess we're lucky right now because he's in his car seat. So if he falls asleep in the car on your way to Target during his nap time, you can still take him out of his car, out of the car and have him just continue to sleep in the car seat. Like, yeah. if he's a year and a half old... You can't do that. Like, you can't just be like, okay, sorry, you've fallen asleep. We're still going to go and do our thing, and you're just going to have to be tired and deal with it because you can't keep sleeping in your car seat like you could when you were eight months old. Right. So our audience with children might just be laughing at us. Yeah, like, oh, give it a year. Just you wait. Yeah, you've got a rude awakening coming. Yeah, well, when that time comes, we can listen to this and just yeah, we'll do laugh like a, at how naive we were. We'll do a throwback and be yeah. like, oh my God, we were so dumb. <laughs> and then we'll be like, all right, anyone who wants to make plans with us between the hours of this time <laughs> and this time, we are available. <laughs> yeah, send us a Gmail, send us a calendar invite yeah. <laughs> and we'll see if we can we can fit you in. All right, guys, well, we're pretty exhausted. It uh, It's 11 o'clock at night. We had a long drive on Friday and we are still trying to recover from from the exhaustion of of last week tomorrow's memorial day so thank you vets everyone for your service you know we appreciate that and i everyone have a happy and safe memorial day yep and uh 
one more day and we're back to the old grind. Let's not talk about that. Let's I don't let's not think about Tuesday. You know what? Let's just drink about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we need another one before we go to bed. What do you think? I think so. All right, guys. Well, this has been another episode of the This Is Marriage podcast. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. We love you. Thank you. We still don't have a sign off. Still have a sign off. That's probably just going to have to be the sign off. Yeah, I think that. I think you you've done it. Is <laughs> we still don't have a sign off. Still in sweats. Still in sweats. Keeping it sweaty. Sis, still in sweats. <laughs> no. All right, that's dumb. Hey guys, <laughs> have a great night. Bye. Bye.